morning just barely i gotta tell you man being out here on the west coast it is a whole different ball game that is that's that's the only way to describe it it is a whole different ball game so i'll tell you all about that and more here in just a little bit but woke up this morning grabbed my hashtag rise and grind planner as i always do uh, we are in the process of making next year's planners and my wife called me yesterday she was like bro we have got to work on your spell check skills now sarah mccord told me this same thing the other day she actually shared some of my handwritten notes with the whole team which was embarrassing because my handwriting is awful but it's because i write really fast is the excuse that i'm using but we are working on next year's planner one of the favorite things about the planner the thing i love the absolute most is at the very top of every single page of the hashtag rising grind planner there's a quote submitted by actual rise and grind members and it just makes me feel like i have this awesome connection with you every single day as i open the planner so for those of you that submitted quotes for next year i'm excited to do this with you next year as well today's quote was submitted simply by uh jonesy jones i don't mean jonesy jones is simply but the quote is simple and today's quote was contributed by jonesy jones and it just says this love wins in the end And as I read it, I just had to kind of sit on that for just a second. It's kind of crazy out there here in Vegas. Obviously, there's millions of people walking around. And as I was coming back in last night after my uh, series of events, you know, everybody's kind of got the uh, got got the masks on and 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 keeping their their distance where they can. I mean, it's kind of a combination of super, super crowded, but at the same time, you can feel a little bit of the energy that has come with these last 18 months. And I don't know about you, but every once in a while, I just ask myself, like, how does this all make sense? What is it all for? What's the intention? What's the purpose? Do things have to be like this? Will it be like this forever? And then this morning, I'm woken up with these incredible words and this incredible reminder that love wins in the end. And I was reminded of a room that I was in on Clubhouse where there was a gentleman that came up on this stage and he said something really powerful. He said, you can't have faith and fear at the same time. And then he followed that up by saying that who are we? to question God's plan for us, for humanity, for this planet. But yet we all claim to believe and have faith in the fact that in the end, he wins. And I'll tell you, I will never, ever, ever forget that moment, that shift that that made in my mind. Whereas if we have faith that what it says in my planner this morning Love wins in the end. If we have faith in the God of the universe, the God that made everything, whatever that God looks like to you, if we have faith in that, who are we to challenge the experiences of today? With that, let's start today's episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'll be my friend.
see, there's no excuse for you not pushing yourself to the next level. In see, order there's no for excuse you a new you, you yourself to the next level. In order for you when teams come together, we can do these things that are greater than the sum of all of their parts. Together, we can do these things that are greater than the sum of all of their parts. Good morning and welcome to Hashtag Good Morning and welcome to I am your host, Glenn Lundy, Lundy. I'm husband to one father to eight, and the creator of what is going to be the number one the creator of what is going to be the world. It is 5.30 a.m. and I hope that you are ready to rise and grind. that you are ready to rise and grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Wednesday. That's right, today is Wednesday, a.k.a. CMA Day. Wednesdays, I get the honor and the opportunity to work with the Carter Myers Automotive Group. Amazing superhumans from Virginia, over there in Virginia. So we just labeled Wednesday CMA Day across the board because they're the most incredible organization as far as I'm concerned. So always excited to spend some time with them on Wednesdays. It is also October 13th, 2021. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever, ever, ever be Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most, and I do mean the absolute most, of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas. That's right, the great city of lights. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. It is currently 2.30 a.m. here. I am in the hotel, as you can see in that bigger wide shot right there. And my guess is the neighbors would normally complain because it's 2.30 in the morning, but because it's Vegas, they're probably maybe just now going to bed or maybe they're just now going out and about. This is the city that never sleeps, right? But I will tell you that uh, here it is Wednesday. Yesterday, I've been in Vegas since Monday night. Yesterday was an absolutely amazing, amazing day for me in so many ways. I hope you had a great day uh, yesterday. But my time out here in Vegas yesterday, my goodness, it was crazy, right? It was crazy. So yesterday morning... Obviously opened up yesterday morning uh, with many of you here on Rise and Grind and over on Clubhouse. And then after that, I was able to go out for a run out there in the great city of Las Vegas, which running in Vegas, I got to tell you, it's... um, it's a different experience. <laughs> it's a different experience for many reasons. Part of the reason it's a different experience is the way they have the road set up. You can't just run down the street. You got to run down a block, up some steps, over, down some steps, down a block, up some steps. And when I say up some steps, I'm not saying 
four or five steps. You're running up like 70 or 80 steps, right? So add, uh, add out there running and then add in all the steps. And then, of course, there's so much to look at with all of the lights and the buildings. It was fascinating, right? So started the day with you guys. Then I went on my run. Then after my run, I went to the spa, all right? So here in Caesars, they have an incredible incredible spa uh, it's like being a roman god everything's made out of stone and uh in the whole place and they have a hot tub super super hot and then they have a cold tub and then they have a mild like lukewarm tub in the middle and i went in there and went into the spa i like to do that when i'm when i'm out here i like to start the day off with a little cold tub action, some hot tub action, and then also a sauna that'll help you sweat out all those toxins, right? And so I went to the spa, and um, <laughs> I went to the spa, and I looked at that cold tub. Man, it's been a while. I haven't been out here in a while. I looked at that cold tub. I was like, dang. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I want to do that. Do that. And then the next thought was, I can do hard things. That's the next thought. Now, I don't remember exactly where it came from. I believe we were talking about it here in Breakfast with Champions. Somebody was talking about it. Somebody was talking about a book. Somebody was talking about Glennon, right? Glennon. Uh, and they said, I can do hard things, right? And I was like, you know what, Glenn? I can do hard things. You, you can do hard things, Glenn. And those of you that are listening right now, Terry LaPierre, you can do hard things. Amy Kennedy, you can do hard things. Debbie Wood, you can do hard things. Gil Beecraft, Scott Simons, Liza Myers, Borges, Ram, Sebastian, Lily, you can all do hard things. You've done hard things before. And so those words popped into my head. I can do hard things. And so I hopped into that cold tub. And then I decided not to just sit in the cold tub for 30 seconds or something so that I could uh, ultimately jump over to the new. I was like, no, I'm going to sit in here for 15 minutes. And I did. And it was so interesting because it was cold, 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 until about 90% of the way there. Once I reached that 12 or 13 minute mark, it wasn't cold anymore. I was calm. I was at peace. It was like, okay, all right, clearly, Glenn, you're not going anywhere. You're, I, could have, I believe I could have sat there basically at that point for as long as I wanted in that cold tub, right? Maybe my body would have shut down or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But mentally, I was there. It took me about 90% of the way to get there. But I got there. And so after getting out of the cold tub, came back to the room, got ready. And then I got to work with my 800% club dealers, which was amazing, fascinating. Got to spend some time with some dealer owners across the United States. And from there, I took off and I had to go, not had to, I got the opportunity to go to the studio, the Win studio with a guy named David Meltzer. And on my way over there, I needed to grab a couple Raiders jerseys because there was this guy named Darren Waller that was going to be there. Darren Waller is one of the top tight ends in the NFL and just happens to be a Raider. I know, I, I know you all know how I feel about that. 
So I ended up walking all the way from Caesars down to the wind, went through the mall, grabbed a couple Raiders helmets, grabbed a couple Raiders jerseys, made my way, walked about a mile and a half, however far it is, with my heavy old backpack on my back like a rucksack, sweating in my suit to get there just in time to be a part of Haley Hobson's incredible summit. Plugged in at the studio, jumped on, did the summit with Haley. That was fun. She's a blast. As soon as I got done with that, then I turn around. There's Darren Waller. One of the number one tight ends in the league, this guy that I absolutely love, who has a story, an absolute story, where he got kicked out of the league. The Raiders were the only ones that brought, brought him back. He's got this story of once being a, an addict, and now he's sober. He's got this story of his ego getting in the way and being humbled and understanding his spirituality. He reminds me of somebody I used to know that is about the same age that I was back when I was making those poor decisions. The only difference is he's like six foot six and 270 and all muscle, and I'm not. <laughs> But he was there, which was amazing, and he did sign my jerseys, and he did sign some helmets for my son, which was absolutely incredible. And so I got to meet him, and then I got a phone call from these people in the news, and they said, hey, there's some things going on in the auto world. We would love for you to be on the news. Can, you do, can we interview you for world news real quick? And I was like, sure, threw up the laptop, happened to be right there in the studio, happened to be wearing my suit, happened to have my hex tie on, happened to be an expert in the world world of op automotive so it was like boom yes beautiful let's go flip the laptop up did a segment out for world news i'll share that with all you guys as soon as it comes out or as soon as i get a copy so then from there then from there i got to do a, a podcast episode with dave Meltzer, an episode of the playbook which is his incredibly popular podcast and here we were in this big studio there's people outside the glass that are all watching in and i remember being the person on the outside of that glass looking in saying what are those people talking about in there and then i got to meet the one and only david spizak who i've known forever in the automotive uh world but i've never actually met him physically so i got to meet david spizak which was amazing and then I also got to meet Dan Clark a guy who's written 37 books and I was talking to Dan Clark and David Meltzer came over and Meltzer said hey you should hear this guy's story about two doors down how he grew up with an all-black house uh, uh, household in number 30 and an all-white in number 28 and this guy Dan was like whoa can I throw my ring in the hat to help publish that book and I was like what do you mean he said dude I've done 37 books I've done books with Penguin and all the publishing houses i actually have a friend who lives in lexington kentucky that i don't visit enough i would love to give you my team of people that help me write books and allow them to write your help you write your two doors down book and help you get uh, help get you published i just want to throw my hat in the ring because i think this is an incredible story that could unify and bring people together in a time and a season where people are being pulled apart and being divided and i was like what is happening right now are you kidding me this is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Then from there, headed over to the Mirage where got to open, I got to open and, and, and share about my friend Brittany who we lost recently at the Automotive State of the Union event surrounded by amazing auto dealers from around the world. And then I got to close that same event, got to open that event, got to close that event. And then I headed home 
did some troubleshooting so I could make sure that you had great sound over there on Clubhouse. Shout out to my girl Donna Bowling for helping me troubleshoot at whatever time it was last night. Went to bed about 11 p.m. Pacific time. So that was yesterday, 1 a.m. to 11 p.m. And I got to tell you, man, just between me and you, I crushed it. I crushed yesterday. <laughs> I'm not being like egotistical or crazy or nothing. I'm as humble as they come, but I crushed yesterday. All the venues were green lights. This week on Rising Ground, we've been talking about green lights. Those moments where you know you're in the right place at the right time, doing the right things. Those moments where the doors just seem to open, you seem to be flowing at a certain frequency. In those moments where you're making decisions that ultimately are being kind to your future self. And these are all theories from a book called Green Lights, written by Matthew McConaughey. It's a phenomenal book. I recommend it to everybody. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more here today, this idea of green lights. But before we do, you know what we got to do on this show. That's right, folks. <laughs> we got to do some dancing. We didn't do some dancing yesterday, and I got messages about it. People were like, playing your show was great, um, but we didn't get to dance. And I was like, my bad, my bad, my bad. Listen, for those of you that know and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live, you're watching on replay, maybe you're catching uh, the podcast, you're watching on YouTube, wherever it is, connect with me, say what's up, and I'll say what's up back. And of course, if you're over on Clubhouse, hit the plus sign in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. Invite some of your friends in here, your friends, your family members, people you like, people you don't like. Get them on up in here. I would greatly appreciate it. Good morning, Emily Gallo. Great to see you. I'm glad you crushed yesterday. That's great news. What's up, Jeff Baker? Great to see you. What's up, Marcus Ellis? I appreciate the 3X share. I see uh, Dora Maria is in the building. I see Judy Anderson. Great, Judy. Great to see you. Thank you. I see Savvy Sophia is in the building. Brad Smith, Kim Fair, Jojo Lalichia. We've got Mary Lynn Wilkin and Moreno Marone. What's up, Moreno? I appreciate you sharing those quotes, brother. Joyce Rose Wallace. We've got Tristan Smith in the building. West Storm. Debbie Wood is up in here. Soul Salcedo in the building. Mrs. Amanda Sander. Alice Hamilton. Blankenship is up in here. Naida Chesson. We've got uh, Vicki Everett. Justin Conico. Janet Dyer. John Gayheimer. Jeremy Noli is in the building. My man, Jeremy. Dana Fishman is up in here as well. And then over on Clubhouse, I'm taking a look. I got David Hill. My phone's kind of freezing up, so I can't see everybody. I see Renee Noor. I see Dakota. I also see Wendy is in the building and Sharon and Jackie. 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 That's, sorry, that's Jackie. I see Armando's up in here. I see Tim Hunt in the building. I see 
see Fabi, I see Shannon and Monica, I see my boy Ramon, I see Susie, oh, do I see Susie Miller? Sarah's sending me something, I, all I saw was the word Susie Miller, so I'm not sure what that is. Susie, if you're here this morning, good morning. I see Lily, I see Kimberly, I see Annette, I see John, uh, I see Jean, I see Mariana and Tosh, the billionaires, loving it, packed house over a clubhouse, invite your friends, bring them on up in here, man, it is great seeing you all online, and I hope to see you all in person, we are counting down to the 1,000th episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind, we're almost there, we're about 22 days away, and I'm telling the energy in the building will be absolutely electric. The stories that you are going to hear, that these incredible speakers are going to share, the life lessons of really being able to identify and tap into your purpose and how you can use and drive your purpose in order to build and accumulate wealth, success, all of those things. That's all going to be happening in Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. So you need to come out, whether it's for a day, maybe it's two days, maybe you come for the entire three-day experience. Every day is going to be impactful. Make sure you join us. Go to growforgod.com. That's growforgod.com if you haven't got your tickets already, and I will see you there. With that said, green lights on hashtag rise and grind. Loving this song, love this book, love this series. Let's go. I'm going to talk to you about some things I've learned in my journey. I'm going to talk Most to you about some things some I've learned in my journey. Many of them I'm still practicing, but all of them I do believe are true. Many of them I'm still practicing, but all of them I do believe are true. Life is not easy. It is not. Don't try to make Life it that way. Life is not easy. Life's not it fair. Is not. It never Don't was. try to make it, it that way. It won't Life's not Do not fair. fall it never into was. the trap. It won't ever the entitlement. Be. Do not trap. fall into a the trap. Like you're a the entitlement trap. You are not. A feeling. Get like over it and get on with it. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. So the question that we got to ask ourselves is what success? So the question that we got to ask ourselves is what is to you? Success is to us. More money is fine. I got nothing against money. More money. Maybe it's a healthy money. family. Nothing against money. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe, Maybe it's a healthy to family. Others. To be famous. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe sound. it's to help others. To be Leave famous. the world a little be bit better place sound. to be found. Leave the world a little bit Continue better place to be Continue to ask yourself that question. Now your answer may change over time and that's fine. Now your answer may change over time and that's fine. Whatever your answer is, don't whatever your answer is, jeopardize yourself. Don't choose anything that Prioritize who you are. Who you want to be. Prioritize spend time with anything that antagonizes your character. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question. Be brave, what's my take hill? the hill, but first answer that so question. First, what's my we hill? We have to define success for ourselves. So first, 
and then to find success for us to maintain. Take and that then daily towel. We have to put in our garden. Keep the things that are important to us in our garden. Keep the things that are important. Where you are not is as important as where you are. Where you are not is as important as where you are. Where we are not as important as it is where we are not. Look, the first step that leads to our identity in life is usually not, I know who I am, I know who I am. That's not the first step. The first step's usually, I know who I am not. Process of elimination. Defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing who we are. You know that group of friends that you hang out with that they really might not bring out the best in you? You know, they, they gossip too much or they're kind of shady. They really aren't going to be there for you in a pinch. Or how about that bar that we keep going to that we always seem to have the worst hangover from? Or that computer screen, right? That computer screen that keeps giving us an excuse not to get out of the house and engage with the world and get some real human interaction. Or how about that food that we keep eating? Stuff that tastes so good going down, makes us feel like crap the next week we feel lethargic and we keep putting on weight? Well, those people, those places, those things, stop giving them your time and energy. Just don't go there. I mean, put them down. And when you do this, when you do put them down, when you quit going there, when you quit giving them your time, you inadvertently find yourself spending more time and in more places that are healthy for you, that bring you more joy. Why? Because you just eliminated the who's, the where's, the what's, and the when's that were keeping you from your identity. But trust me, too many options, <laughs> I promise you, too many options will make a tyrant of us all. all right, so get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. If you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put in front of you what is important to you by process elimination. Knowing who we are is hard. It's hard. Give yourself a break. Eliminate who you are not first. And you're going to find yourself where you need to be. Instead of creating outcomes that take from us, let's create more outcomes that pay us back. Fill us up. Keep your fire lit. Turn you on for the most amount of time in your future. Try our best, we don't always do our best. Now, architecture is a verb as well. And since we are the architects of our own lives, let's study the habits, the practices, the routines that we have that lead to and feed our success, our joy, our honest pain, our laughter, our earned tears. Let's dissect that and give thanks for those things. And when we do that, guess what happens? We get better at them. And we have more to dissect. Be discerning. Choose it because you want it. Do it because you want to. We're going to make mistakes. You got to own them. Then you got to make amends. And then you got to move on. Guilt and regret kills many a man before their time. So turn the page, get off the ride. You are the author of the book of your life.
How about now? There it goes. <laughs> sorry about that, Facebook. Eliminate who you are. Or sorry about that, Clubhouse. Eliminate who you are not first. As I was walking back again late last night and looking around at the environment that I used to adorn, it was really, really fascinating realizing who I'm not anymore. It was really, really fascinating. I wanted to maybe go gamble a little bit, and I was like, nah, that ain't me no more, right? Like the thought just popped in my head. Hey, we used to we you should used to gamble like three days, three days straight. Nah, that's just not me anymore, right? And it's so crazy, man. Once you start to really tap into that frequency, that green light, right? Being kind to your future self, what it does for you. I wanted to share Matthew McConaughey with you this morning because uh, all the ladies in here are saying there's nothing wrong with a little Matthew McConaughey in their ringing in their ears first thing in the morning. And uh, <laughs> with that, I got to say, I agree. There's something profound in nature about his story, what he's done, and the wisdom that he currently is sharing with the world. Because really, it's all wrapped up in this very, very simple message. Be kind to your future self. You know, at the end of the night, we were doing this big automotive event. David Meltzer was there, as well as me and many people from the auto industry. There were seven of us sitting around a table surrounded by an audience of about 250 people. And we were talking about the auto industry and all of the things that are happening in that industry right now, all of the threats to the current way of doing business in we went around the table, Paul at Paul Daly asked for one last comment from everybody at the table, and we went around, and Dave Meltzer happened to be last, and Dave Meltzer said this, and he's not in the automotive world, he's from the outside, but Dave Meltzer said this, he said, really, it all comes down to the same simple truth. You need to be kind to your future self. <laughs> And as soon as he said those words, I was like, green light. <laughs> I'm in the right place at the right time with the right people. Because that is just an unbelievably profound sentence. That's really the main thing. We just went 30 minutes. Because I want you to walk into today realizing that every decision you make is either kind to your future self or it's not. Like, think about that, right? Like, every decision you make today, a decision to learn something or to not learn something is going to affect your future self. What you do with your money today, the decisions you make with your money today, are they decisions that are kind to, their, to your future self or are they not? The conversations that you have with your family members or decisions that you make as... Oh, so why can't you guys hear me all of a sudden over on Clubhouse? You can't hear me on Clubhouse? We're good now. I didn't change anything. We lost you right at the good part, but now you're back. Um, you were like, here's the most important thing. And then the sound went out. <laughs> it, I don't know. It must have been a signal issue or something like that. 
Um, oh, look, Facebook just shut down too. I don't even know. There you guys go. All right, so you the most important thing, you don't get it. That's it. You're going to have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So Dave Meltzer, right? I don't know exactly where you guys lost me. Here's the most important thing. Be kind to your future self. I know that that can sound really, really simplistic, but when you start to apply that sentence to every single decision, it's a game changer. When you, when you choose to eat those foods that maybe you know you shouldn't eat, are you being kind to your future self? When you make that purchase, do that thing, drink that drink, sleep in, that, 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 that extra hour, not work out, not go to the gym, not run, Invest in your kids, invest in your spouse, like all of these decisions, right? All of them. If you wrap them in this shroud of be kind to your future self. As a business owner right now in the automotive industry, there are a lot of people that are making decisions that are very, very, very short term, but they're not kind to their future selves. They're not kind to their future success. And it's crazy that I had to travel across the United States I had to travel across the United States. I had to listen to this book. I had to go through this entire journey. I had to experience this entire thing called life for the last 43 years so that yesterday I could land in the exact space where I'm the exact space where I'm supposed to be with the right people vibrating at the exact frequency that I know, I know, I know, man, I've been putting in the work and I couldn't see it. A week ago, I couldn't even see it. And that's the crazy part. It's like the cold tub. When I got in the cold tub, it took me till I was 90% of the way there till I could finally see that I had mentally made a shift. And that's what it's been like for me in my life is I'm realizing like, bro, you've been putting it in and maybe you didn't see it a week ago, but now you've crested that 90% mark and you can start to see You can see the rewards. You can see the fruits of the fertilizing, of the grinding, of the planting the seeds, of the going out and the and the and and taking the the uh, uh, um, I don't even know the right terms, right? But working the land, working the fields, doing all of those things. And yesterday, I was there, man. I'm telling you, I was there, and it feels amazing. And I know that many of you in this room right now are seeking that in your life. That feeling where you're just in the right place at the right time with the right people and all the doors are starting to open. As though God's just right there standing beside you saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Being kind to your future self is the gateway. It is the path. Extending that runway far beyond today, immediate gratification. When we were talking with Darren Waller yesterday, Darren Waller talked a lot about really making that shift He talked about a mentor that had told him, like, do you want it now or do you want it forever? Because with the mindset of I want it now, 
you'll never accomplish anything that will last forever. Profound. So listen, I'm rambling here at the end because it's so important to me that you get those words, that you understand those words, that you process those words, that you don't blow over those words. This morning, today, Wednesday, CMA Day, October 13th, 2021, I challenge you to be kind to your future self and watch what happens in your world. Listen, if you need more videos like this, you can go to glennlundy.com. There'll be a bunch of them up there, almost a 1,000. If you want to join me live and in person, we can do that over in Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th. I'd be absolutely honored to have you there. If you want to hang out a little bit over on Clubhouse, come join me. My friend Larissa is going to be over there. She's going to help us settle in uh, to a place of energetic reflection is what I like to call it. So if you want to come and join us, we're going to do that, give you some time to uh, think about these things that we talked about here on the show. And then come back here again tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. We're going to do this all over again on hashtag rise and grind. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right. Have an incredible day. See ya.